um, yeah, I just started the company, man. I didn't know what I was doing. I just know if I'm going to do something, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do the gray areas. I'm either going to do something or I'm not. And, man, I would just take my camera everywhere, man. You know, finding opportunities, creating opportunities for myself. You're listening to Stuck in the Middle Podcast, a platform for entrepreneurs, innovators, artists, and movers and shakers of African descent. Hear stories, ideas, experiences, and advice on breaking the mold. This episode is brought to you by our online store. Visit sitmpodcast.com to shop Stuck in the Middle Podcast gear. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Stuck in the Middle Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Uncle AK. And I'm Reflex. Hey, yes, cheat, cheat, cheat. Cameroon is leading 2-0 or 2-1. <laughs> By the time this podcast is over, we'll probably lose. Welcome, <laughs> chill, everybody, checking this chill. podcast out, man. We appreciate y'all checking it out on a weekly <clears throat> basis. Hey, appreciate y'all. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are on all social media platforms, SITM Podcast. I want to remind you, this episode is sponsored by Perfect Office Solution to provide office space for entrepreneurs in the DMV area. So if you hit them up, let them know we sent you. You get 10% off your lease. That's SITM Podcast. That's a promo code. AK. Yes, sir. This week, um, we've been rolling out a bunch of um, blogs. Article, blogs, yeah, you know, yeah, um, yeah, blog yeah. posts and stuff. You know, hey, If you haven't checked out our blog section, man, you definitely got some, you got some dope writers. You know, mm-hmm. Come in and share perspectives on success. Um Different procrastination, yeah, you know, stuff like that, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. So, SITMPodcast.com. Yeah, man, go check it out. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, We have a very special guest in the building, man. I'm excited, bro. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited for this one because, you know, uh, we're about to get, you know, some nuggets on, you know, how to make our videos better. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> how to shine, you know what I'm saying? How to shine, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it could give us some, some you know, some tips on, yeah, you know, man. how to get some more subscribers, too. This brother uh, is shiny, man. Hey, He's out here doing his thing, man. We got a special guest in the building, like Edgar said, man. Yeah, man, he is a videographer, video producer, uh, director, artist, Miguel Aswa. Welcome hey, to Stuck Middle Podcast, that, bro. Man, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, man, pleasure long time coming, bro. I know, man. How been, you feeling, brother? Man, I feel great. I am so blessed, bro. I'm just happy to be amongst y'all right now, man. Hey, that's dope, man. That's dope. That's <laughs> yeah. dope. Yeah, let's get into it, bro. Let's get into it, man. Who's Miguel, dog? Like, Oh, man, that's a deep question, man. That's like one of those questions that, you know, how they say you sit down and really reflect on yourself. Mm. Yeah. We don't do that a lot. Who is Miguel? Um... Miguel is a a guy trying to make a lot of things out of nothing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A guy that's took nothing and uh, is steady trying to understand who he is in the creative world, in the business world, and mind, body, and soul, man. That is Miguel, someone who's trying to figure things out right now. Mm. You know, I feel like we're always, you know, trying to figure yeah, things no, out. That you know? journey, man. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, like he said, when we walked in, I'm stuck in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to unpack that, but you know what I'm saying? You came on time, and I was yeah. still, up, you know what I'm saying, like getting ready. And I was like, why he come on time? And hey, man. my man Alex was like, he a businessman. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so talk about your background, you know what I'm saying, like, and where you are right now. Talk, what's your backstory? What's uh, the- man, it's, my background is so broad. Like, I wouldn't even know where to start for real. Um, I was born in Cameroon, you shout know, out. like like I think everyone here. Yeah, um, born in Cameroon, shout out to the boy, our boys, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even, even, even I was in Douala for the rest of my life. But um, <laughs> I left Cameroon at a very early age, man, about two or three years old. And I came, I moved here and I was living with my American family. So born in Cameroon, I grew up in Houston, Texas. That's where all this, you know, Southside, H-Town, you know, swag comes yeah, from or whatnot. Yeah. Um, moved back up here. Um, I think fifth grade or something like that around when I met a cheery in them, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. then I got kicked out, moved back to Texas. So, um, kicked out of school, kicked out, man. And yeah. You know, we used to be a little rambunctious back then, <laughs> you know, but, um, I ended up getting sent to boarding school, uh, spent about two, three years in Cameroon and said, shout out to the Sobans, you know what I'm saying? I know y'all watching. Shout out. Um, and came back here, man, and got back 
to everything I I, I, I grew up with. You know, it's it, it's a culture shock when you leave here, go back home, and then you come back. It's like you left one world and went to another, and All then right. you lose right. certain things. So you're literally stuck in the middle, um, like this podcast represents, man. So that was my background. You know what I'm saying? I finally got back here full time in college, and it's been a tremendous journey, man. Trying to figure things out and making making a lot of mistakes, man. Um, that's the background leading up to now, man. I've just had opportunities that have met my preparation. I've made a lot of mistakes that taught me more. And I'm at the point now where I'm trying to figure it out on a different level, mm-hmm. you know, to, to truly be who I see myself being as a professional, you know. Man, that's tough. So. You're, you're born in Cameroon, you know, raised in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, true definition of being stuck in the middle. Right. And, you, you know, to add on to that, you know, um, you took the non-traditional route, meaning, you know, the lawyer, doctor, mm-hmm. engineer, or just graduate mm-hmm. family and became a videographer, you know, yeah. producer. But like, speak a little bit about, you know, um, your background leading to that and yeah, also yeah. how family, you know, took that. Oh man, it's been, um, you know us, man, when, when you grow up in a household and you do anything contrary to, <laughs> to trying to be a doctor, you're not reading your books every day, you know, they, they automatically cast you as a wayward or right. a stubborn mm-hmm. child or the girl, you know what I'm saying, or the child who's going to give them a lot of problems. That was my curse growing up. Um, I was fortunate to have an American family who was strictly in the arts. My older brother's a platinum artist down south. You know, um, I've been, I grew up around a lot of big time artists, you know what I'm saying, from music to other parts, other aspects of art, dancers and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. when they got to college, I, 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 I was a pre-med student I was a pre-med, uh, I think biology and some other stuff major, and then I was a communications minor and music minor. So I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew that at the end of the day, the the path that would please my family is the path that you know is, is would would lead me to be some kind of doctor. You know, I was privileged to get a job at NIH. A neighbor we had at the time, she worked at NIH, and she found out what my major was, and she gave me an internship that turned into a job and. I have never been this miserable in my life, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, going like, to work. Yeah. I'm, this is NIH, man. You got NIH on your resume as anyone in the medical field or trying to get a career. Mm-hmm. NIH is the top dog as as Facts. far as research is Facts. concerned. But when I say, man, going there every single day, man, I would be surrounded by these accomplished doctors and, you know, all these uh, uh, Indians and, you know, white folks. So it was a whole different world on that aspect as well. And then I would walk in, I would walk in the lab and I'm like, hey, good morning, everybody. How y'all doing? You know, hey, y'all shining, man. It's, hey, it's great day. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just excited about life and not the you got energy. Different energy, yeah. Man, listen, everyone just looks up and looks at me like, who is this young black yeah. kid coming in every day? Mm-hmm. I was miserable, man. Everything <clears> that, from the time I got into the time I left, man, um, I didn't know what I was doing there. You know what I'm saying? Um, when when it was time for my contract to get renewed, um, I told him I don't want to renew my contract. You know what I'm saying? Did and you have anything lined up? I didn't have nothing lined up, bro. My life is literally uh, a life of faith, bro. <laughs> I've been closing my eyes and jumping for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, so I went back to school. The following semester, I changed my major, bro. I'm like, mm-hmm. all this biology crap, I can't do this, man. Mm-hmm. If this is what it's going to take for me to be successful, then I don't want success. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I choose my peace and happiness over everything, man. Um, I, I switched my major around, so I got rid of biology. I made communications my major and music my minor, and it's been like open doors ever since, man. Got a job at a radio station, an internship at a radio station, internship at WSA Channel 9 for the biggest anchor at the time, J.C. Hayward. You know what I'm saying? So learned a lot, man. I started off doing voiceovers for radio for uh, 
Y'all heard that voice? You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, I wasn't going to put it on y'all like that. But you know. But you know. <laughs> yeah, man. But it's, since then, it's just been like open doors. The first nigga, people don't need notice. Can, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Nigga, nigga, nah. Okay. <laughs> um, one of the first African voices, representation, the voices in the DMV, bro. I don't know if y'all used to listen to that skit on the Rest Part Morning show. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think they end up calling her Miss Fufu or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Before mm-hmm. they did that as an intern, I was doing that on air in the, on the Russ Park Morning Show. He would just call me like, hey, just, you know, do your thing. And, we, mm-hmm. you know, so fast forward later when I see us, like, they playing Afrobeats on the radio, man. Facts, it feels good to know that, you know, in my small little area um, that I was a part of that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, but, yeah, so went from the radio. Um, the story of me picking up a camera, I, I, it, it, it's still very blurry to me because it was one thing that just led to another found a camera started looking at visuals and just going out and having fun and then it sort of turned into something that i could see myself doing because of the people i'm meeting you know the i love anything that challenges me creatively you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying um so it just went from me picking up a camera learning youtubing asking questions making a lot of mistakes and i'm still doing the music thing on the side but that's like i found a career i found a fascination for turning a concept into a script into a visual and then delivering it and then seeing how the client reacts to that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um so it just led from that to you know me doing the exact same thing and being persistent and even in my stage now you know still being persistent to elevate and grow even some more so that that's sort of the background leading to now um, leading to you know so you yeah. found in Ashua Films. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. that right, Ashua Films. So my name is Miguel Aswa. You know, camera. Yeah, I, 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 uh-huh. But you know, I got tired of explaining myself, so I just said, you know, Aswa. <laughs> just said Aswa. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's, it in 2011, oh. I think um, it was it was Asua Light. Mm-hmm. Um, my great grandmother that passed away. Rest in peace. She um she told me, you are a light to the world. You're going to be a light to the world. Till today, I, I don't know what Aswa. What, what, what Aswa means. No one in my family seems to know, but my mm-hmm. uncle has a name. Um, so me thinking about my grandmother, man, she just always told me, you are a light to the world. That's part of where all this shine and stuff goes, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I say just to promote positivity and just love, you know what I'm saying? But she was like, you are a light to the world. Take that and run with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I started my company, Aswa Light. It was like, it, it made sense to me. Right, yeah. And then light also represents everything visual. If you're a photographer or anyone who lives in a creative world, you know light is the basis of everything we do. If you don't have light for your videos, everything gonna look like trash. Even a camera is not gonna be able to capture an image without light. Right. So it, it it for me it was like a double entendre. I don't know if that's the right word. Mm-hmm. Double entendre, where I swear light, it just kind of made sense. So um, yeah, I just started the company, man. I didn't know what I was doing. I just know if I'm gonna do something, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do the gray areas. I'm either gonna do something or I'm not. And man, I was just taking my camera everywhere, man. You know, finding opportunities, creating opportunities for myself. And people, you know, people don't take you serious at first until you start, right. until they start seeing momentum. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? A, a, a mentor of mine, he was like, "You will never be a professional until you start making money from what you're doing." And um, you know, I just started finding ways to get money, man. You know, I'm talking about charging, charging for like food. You know what I'm saying? And then me finding ways to not charge for equipment, and then finding ways to not charge so they can, so the business can grow. You know, um, yeah, man. I'm not sure if I. Answer the question. No, you did, you did. Yeah. And then you know, just to add on to that, yeah, I was just reading a tweet the other day. It's 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 kinda sad, you know, people don't take it serious till you actually start, you know, oh, securing yeah. the bag. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. They don't want to, you know what I'm saying, like hop hop on the hop on bandwagon, I can call it until you're willing out here. And it and, and it's such a shame because a majority of those people 
are people who you would consider that you would automatically get some type of uh, love from mm-hmm, or yeah. some or some type of support. Mm-hmm. Your family, I'm sorry to say, man, your family and friends, they will be the main ones that do not believe in your vision mm-hmm. until other folks that don't know you appreciate your vision. You know what I'm saying? From the outside. It, it, man, it took me, I've been doing this for so long in my, in my small minuscule level. Um, it wasn't until like maybe 2017 or 2018 when I did a project for somebody major and I had been doing stuff. I just don't promote at the time. I just wouldn't put stuff out like that. Um, but it got to the point where people started seeing me now. I was like, oh, this nigga, this nigga really serious. Yeah, like, yeah. But in my mind, it's, it's, it, I don't want your support now. <laughs> right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm good now. Like, mm-hmm. it ain't nothing you can do for me, but, but pray for me. You know what I'm saying? But even family, man, it takes them a long time to just accept the fact that you're trying to do something that is unconventional. Because mm-hmm. what, what, what they're looking at is the... 90% of people who fail doing this, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But what they also Ooh. fail to realize is they, they, they're, 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 they're not looking at you. They're not even bothering to look at you and see how not just p- passion is one thing. If you're good at it, that's another thing. If you found a way to make things happen, that's, you, man, you got all three. And if you got faith and you really believe in yourself, dog, can't nobody stop you, but they don't see that. You know what I'm saying? All they see is you trying to do something that is wayward and just go out and be a dog. If I, if if y'all support me and help me reach where I want to be creatively or on this level, being a doctor making a hundred plus thousand a year, I could do that in a month for real. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But that's what they don't see. It's like when I do these these weddings, I do a lot of like um, you know, relatively expensive weddings. Facts, yeah. It's all I, on the website. Yeah. I get to be creative. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I I truly get to be creative, and that 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 comes with a cost. But um, like when I do these weddings, if I tell you. How, how much disrespect I receive sometimes? Oh, from African and, weddings, and it's mostly from, <laughs> from, from, from older. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Our our aunties and uncles, man. Like I don't know. Like when they see you doing something that just looks like it's uh, disposable, they don't truly believe that it's a profession. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But You're not the first person to say that. I'm yeah, telling you, man. Like sure. it's I, I have more patience than a lot of people I know. So I and and I also grew up in a household from. Cameroon to America, we was hard knock. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I can take a punch and and still humble and be respectful. You know what I'm saying. But I, I've had to like hold my camera guy. Like, hey man, chill. I just take a yeah. walk, man. Just you know, she True. doesn't mean any harm. Right. You know what I'm saying. I'm trying to clean right, it up right, for right, him. Right, right, but I know in the back of my mind, Auntie is wrong, man. Right. She shouldn't have did that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. But they don't take it serious. But then when they see you in the parking lot <laughs> and you shining in the, in the parking mm-hmm. lot and you driving off or something, they, you know what I'm saying. Now they start to think, or they see you, or, or they they finally see the work. And they realize, you know, because whoever's paying for it, they always, you know what I'm saying? When they realize how much they pay for that, mm-hmm. their perspective starts change. to change. Yeah. So on one end, I, I really can't blame them because they grew up in a society where having perspective was damn near illegal. You know what I'm saying? And we're over here, you know, taking the world by storm, doing everything that they were told they couldn't do. You right. know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. We just got to, you know, deal with what we have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And shout out shout, shout out to Dre Vision because he had the exact, exact same, same thing. thing. Oh, yeah. He's a photographer yeah. out in yeah, Dallas. Yeah, I'm telling Is you, Dallas, man. Austin? Yeah, da- oh, Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Same thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. But now you mentioned um, you landed an editing gig at um, the National Geographics. Yeah, yeah. And the rest was history. Yeah, Speak yeah. a little bit about that and how um, that propelled you to be who you Yeah, so prior, prior to me getting to Nat Geo, I was at Bowie State. I went to Bowie State University. Shout out to the Bulldogs. Shout out to the Brills, A5A. You already know. Hey. Um, yeah, so I, I, I graduated, um, well, prior to me graduating, my academic advisor, I think is what they call him, um, she was like, you should really go to grad Because this is around the time where everyone knew I was doing, I was working with cameras. I think they, they thought I was a photographer, but that's another story. So she was like, you should really 
pursue this and go to grad school mm-hmm. so you know i didn't take it no serious at that point i'm like man I, I i got all these student loans man forget grad school i don't need it i could hop on youtube and learn everything i need to know because Bowie didn't sound sound at the time but we say did not prepare me <laughs> hey, for <boy>. a career <laughs> okay i learned a lot but a career um a pragmatic career with running a business you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. a creative business so YouTube was my number one tool, man. Shout out YouTube University. Hey, I'm telling you, man, like, don't sleep on it, man. You can learn anything you want to know. So I, I, I sarcastically, to please her, I applied to the best program and the best school for communications in this area. And that was, at the time, American University. Mm. And it was a weekend program, so I figured I could, you know, grind Monday through Friday, Saturday, Sunday, deal with, the, deal with grad school. So anyways, um, I went to grad school, and I made so many connections, man. If they, if I had to promote someone going to school, it would be for that. It would be for the relationships that you build, the connection that you're able to make. Spike Lee, everyone that he went to school with there in his movies, he started off a career using his friends. So everyone did something that mm-hmm. can that that could have helped him build his empire. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? A lot of folks utilize folks that they go to school from. Thanks. I mean, school with. You know what I'm saying? So the relationships I built, man. I, I applied for a job at Nat Geo, not even thinking. You know, coming out the gate. Um, even with a degree, you need experience if you're trying to get into the professional world. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So I guess AU look AU on my resume, I guess may sweeten up the deal a little bit. Like, mm. oh, he's trying to, you know, really, you know. Um, and then my mentor at the time, one of, I have a lot of mentors depending on what I'm doing in my life. You know what I'm saying? One of my mentors wrote me a, re- a recommendation letter to Nat Geo because he produced for IMAX and a whole bunch of networks, like on some major, like major high budget projects. So I guess that email was icing on the cake like okay let's give him an interview mm-hmm. of course young black shining full suit on yeah. shining you know what i'm saying Dang, man, they man. couldn't tell me nothing so um by the grace of god i was able to get that job at nat geo um and that became sort of like the the base for my professional career you know what i'm saying because in the, in tv and news um it's really hard to get in but once you're in and you you know you do you do what you're supposed to do and you're professional It'll lead to other things. Everyone comes in. Well, majority of people come in as freelancers. That's just the way the industry is. Um, so you come in hoping to do three to six months, praying that your contract gets renewed, or they call you back, or they don't, or they don't forget about you. Mm. And I was fortunate enough to be able to, you know, maintain good relationships at Nat Geo. And um, you know, after that, they they kept calling me to come back. I did my last project with them uh, as a recent a few months ago. You know, um, yeah. So Nat Geo was definitely the first career move you know what i'm saying that and I you know you know been on cnn and all kind man, of you shit, man. <laughs> chill with wolf bleacher and all that i want to backtrack a little bit though you know yeah. what i'm saying like from you know the professional uh career award to you know the business yeah um you said you started you know actual films in no capital yeah man speak a little bit about that you know something like that what was that you know moment like to just say man forget it let's go man I, so for me i'm i'm all in this has been my life I, i'm either gonna do something or i'm not mm-hmm. um if once once I set my mind that I was gonna, you know, try to make a career out of this, it's okay. The basis of, of being a business owner is you gotta protect the business, you gotta have a name that people you gotta have a brand. So I just decided that LegalZoom, shout out to LegalZoom.com at, at at the time, um, I couldn't afford to go find a lawyer or go find this person or I didn't have the time to go to these different offices and do all this paperwork. So I was trying to find the most cost effective um way to start a business. So I went to LegalZoom, I just Put in the name, click, click, click. I saved up for it. So it, you know, so there was capital in terms of me having to save up for that. 
um, but it was months on months. At the time, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't really, I was hurting, you know what I'm saying, financially. Mm-hmm. So I had to really save up, man, a little piece here, a little piece here, whatever I had worked, you know, um, started the LLC. And from then, it was like, okay, now I got the business. Um, I could finesse everything else, man. Shit, I could finesse, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know how it's going to happen, but I know I'm going to pray about this, man. I'm going to give it my all. And I was going through a lot at the time, man. You know, when you're going through certain life-changing situations, your mindset is different. You're not looking at that nothing is impossible. You know what I'm saying? Like when your back is against the wall, you make things happen. You know what I'm saying? So I found a way to get one little client. You know what I'm saying? The money I made from that, I, you know, saved up a little bit, got a little camera, a little cheap camera. You know what I'm saying? I had a laptop, a PC at the time. Though you couldn't edit photos on this thing. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But I made it work. So released that. My first wedding video I did for my cousin, um, and she gave me the opportunity because one is free for her. I'm trying to learn my little situation that Put shit resume went, together. Bro, it went viral it till today you can look on youtube mm-hmm. it's, it's african asian wedding and it's around the time when niggas weren't putting out wedding videos mm-hmm. like that the the new age wedding videos where it's like a highlight reel back then they used to put out a 30 minute video mm-hmm. and it was boring as hell you know right, what i'm saying yeah. so one the 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 title was catchy as hell it was african asian wedding um so and this around when youtube was still like growing to be this big empire that it is now right. for for content and so the video went viral, man. Like my my cousin and her and her husband, they they were on all kind of wedding blogs. So that brought me some more business. Mm-hmm. So now, for, and when I watch it now, I cringe because that video was so nigga, like it's <laughs> it's fucking off. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah. So I was able to finesse. I got one or two clients from that. The money I made from that, I bought little lights. You know what I'm saying? I I would just work my way up because my mentor told me, take your time. He said, don't rush into this, man. You will learn and be. And, and, and have everything if you just take your time and allow yourself to live in the moment build with your clients do good business be consistent everything else is going to come and he has not lied to me yet you know what i'm saying um so that's kind of how i started with little to no capital like the main the most amount of money that i used was for creating the business you know what i'm saying and even that it was a long time saving to get to the point where i could just cash out and make it happen you know so little by little you know I love it. Yeah, you talk about <clears throat> you talk about consistency. You talk about you know taking your time and all that. Mm-hmm. Man, we're leaving a micro generation, right? Where everybody wants everything you know to come fast and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, just speak a little bit more on this whole concept of you know taking your time and being consistent in terms of entrepreneur. Oh, entrepreneurship. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, a lot of folks. I, I think there's a misconception that you can shortchange the process. You know what I'm saying? There are certain things that you learn by going through a process, which takes time, that becomes inexpensive. Um, uh, I mean, very expensive um, learning tools. You know what I'm saying? If I'm working a wedding, right, or if I'm shooting a video, a commercial, or whatever it is, and I know that, okay, um, I need I need to come in, or I mean, like prior to me doing it, I need to come in as an intern, right? Because I need to learn. I don't know how to. I don't know how to handle this process. I don't know how to run this. It mm-hmm. looks good to the naked eye, but there's so many pieces behind scenes that you don't see. Mm-hmm. You don't see the person over the consultant calling everybody, trying to make sure everything is. You know what I'm saying? That they got the numbers and everything. You don't see Shout the producer over there. Shout out to my. Shout out to my. You know my. what I'm saying? <laughs> like real talk. Like they they don't see the big machine mm-hmm. that is behind the project. So when you try to go from, you okay? You only want to be a peer. You want to be the director. Dog, do you know how to direct? Can you look at somebody and be like, hey, dog, cry right now, cry. You know what I'm saying? Like, can you make them feel like they are the only person in the room forgetting that there's 20 people behind them plus lights plus 
all kind of craziness. You know what I'm saying? These people have worked and spent so much amount of time, so so much time to invest in being the best that they are in their field. So you can't just skip from being a PA, bro, to being a director. Now, granted, you might be the most talented nigga in the world, but at the end of the day, you don't have the experience. You know what I'm saying? You don't have the relationships. And even if you do, you will embarrass yourselves because you you will find yourself in a situation to where you can't handle or solve certain problems that only come with experience. You know what I'm saying? When 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 one of these lights falls down, if I don't know that I got to keep gaffer tape on me at all times, you know what I'm saying? I'm I will have a chaotic set. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know how to solve that little problem that I would have learned through experience. You know what I'm saying? Um, so shout out to everybody who was doing a thing, man. But you cannot escape the process no matter who you are. I don't mm -hmm. care who you are. No matter what discipline, you got to go through the process and, and, and put in that time, man. That's the only way to build longevity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I like it, man. You know, it's summertime right now. Biggest yeah. season for a lot yeah. of weddings yeah. and stuff like that. You know, what's the what's your biggest clientele in business right now this season? Um, and, what, and what services do you offer as far as Ashwood Films? Yeah, so Ashwood Films, man, I, I primarily produce and, and we handle the whole gamut of, of projects from pre to production and post. You know what I'm saying? Um, as of date, uh, my biggest, it, it, it really depends on what you consider big, though. Like I'm saying, like you know, what what's uh, what's hot right now? Is it weddings or music videos? Okay, like yeah. what's really going on, man? Mm -hmm. This is wedding season, wedding and music. You know, when it gets warm outside, people don't know how to act and they schedule things mm -hmm. for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so wedding season is definitely mm -hmm. popping right now. Um, You're busy, busy, man. Listen, God is good. <laughs> God is good. You know, but I haven't really been doing too many weddings lately, man. I I really haven't had it. I've only done <clears throat> two weddings this year so far, and I have like three more throughout the summer, but. Compared to last year, man, like that was my main source of income. But <coughs> there's certain things that comes that that comes with that too. You know what I'm saying? So when you find what your niche is, um, you got to try to stay in that lane. So I've been exploring more, 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 more production types, um, so I can learn more and you know make more mistakes, so I can be more prepared for other projects. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm I'm doing a lot of corporate stuff right now. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not as creative as a music video or or you know something that that you might see on TV or something like that, but it teaches you a whole different dynamic of video production because there's certain things that they look at that might give me perspective if I want to do a short film two months from now. You know what I'm saying? So I believe in just letting the process play out, man. So, mm -hmm. um, But music videos and uh, weddings are definitely popping right now. You know, shout mm -hmm. out to everybody who's out there sweating to make people look good on camera. Hey, man, keep doing your thing. True, yeah, true. Man. Already. man, I was also reading about Motion um, Dynasty. What's the difference between that and... Oh, um, man. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all win. Y'all did y'all research, man. <laughs> man we'll okay. stay on it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Motion Dynasty, man. I started that. So when I was, you know, still trying to figure things out earlier, um, I figured, you know what? I don't want to mix my brands because I started doing corporate things. I, I started doing corporate jobs. You know what I'm saying? And when you're working a corporate uh, production, they keep the same kind of clientele. It's a very small world. You know what I'm saying? And, but what they don't want to see is you out here acting a fool if you're working with us, we don't want to see you out there dealing with a bunch of rappers with a bunch of bitches and naked titties and da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? It's it's bad for it's bad for business, um, on that side. You know what I'm saying? So I figured, let me find a way to separate what I'm doing, um, and so I can cater to different demographics simultaneously without them clashing or overlapping. So I created Motion Dynasty with a bunch of uh, folks that I went to grad school with. Um, they were on the production side. I was on the business side of of video production you know what i'm saying so i was able to get these folks and i'm like look man you guys are phenomenal with the cameras i you know you you guys got the sound you, everything as far as shooting you guys can handle it 
You know what I'm saying? I got some folks over here, the connections, and I want to make sure that I can bridge that gap. And y'all, you know, so I was able to get a group of friends and we started something which became Ocean Dynasty. And it was primarily for music videos, lifestyle videos, everything that I might not want the other clientele to sort of see or know about. You know what I'm saying? So that didn't last long because as soon as grad school was, was kind of over, um, people got jobs, which is a good thing. You know, a bunch of my grad school friends got jobs in L.A., New York, so everyone just sort of dispersed, and I couldn't handle everything, so I, I sort of dissolved that, uh, and, you know, but we, we ironically, we still work on projects. They're, everyone is in their world doing their niche. I'm talking about shine. I'm talking about, like, really, really shiny. You know what I'm saying? So every now and then, we still collab on projects, uh, but Motion Dynasty just couldn't handle, you know, growing to the level that I wanted it to be, right. you know? <clears throat> yeah. As far as um, collaboration, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you might probably test this, like, of musicians, um, you don't necessarily have to go all the way to LA, you know, to yeah. collab with a musician. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's the same with um, videographers. Um, it depends on what phase of video production, because if, if we're doing, let's say, pre-production, like, for instance, this project I'm, I'm working on now, there are about 25 people working on a project. Um, so the And everyone lives in different states. So mm -hmm. the only way to work on the pre-production part, if, if, if we have a script writer, in Atlanta, that's that's where she lives. So we just, you know, we have video conference calls, we have uh, production meetings, and we all hop on the call, so we're all on the same page. But certain people can do things remotely. Like you can, from a conversation or a meeting, the scriptwriter knows and has everything that she needs as far as material to do her job. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and between that and, and emails, you can make things happen. Now there's there's another side, uh, the execution which becomes harder when everyone lives in different Facts, yeah. states. You know what I'm saying? So that phase I wouldn't recommend because even if you do delegate, let's say I shoot here and I send it to uh, Harold over there in, in L.A. Um, to, to edit the footage, I would still want him to be a part, to be present so he can know how we shot everything and really feel it and have that ergonomic, you know what I'm saying, hands-on experience that you can't get or, or that or, organic feel um, that becomes very difficult. People do it, but you lose. I feel like you lose a part of the energy that right. that, that comes with that production when mm -hmm. you when you do it that way, you know. Yeah. So, and then on top of that, trust too. You know, I can't really, you know, I can depend on somebody, but I never know exactly what they're doing or how much time they're putting in if we're so far away. You know what Fine. I'm saying? So you can Fine. get away with certain things that you might not get away with if we're physical and yeah. you know, like in front of each other. Yeah, yeah. present. Real mm -hmm. quick, you know what I'm saying, dream collab, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. somebody you want to shoot for that you haven't shot for, or you want to involve in like a short film or a project that you know what I'm Man, saying. Like, it, 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 it depends, like, what are we talking about? Like, are we talking about music videos, yeah. short films? Short film music. Um, somebody want to throw in a film or somebody want to shoot a video for <laughs> Man, dog, I, so, I, I, I try not to make those kind of uh, um, hopes mm -hmm. or aspirations because I like to let myself see what I'm enjoying, what I'm good at. You know what I'm saying? And then when I get to the point to where I know this is this this is my niche, then I start thinking next level. But one person I know for a fact that if I God given the opportunity to work with them, I might just shit on myself, man. It's Andre three thousand. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I wanna shoot a very organic, just mind boggling video with Andre three thousand, man. I don't know what it's gonna look like, but I just wanna mentally take his voice his 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 music and put it behind a visual that will mess people up man you know what i'm saying like i don't know that's one person that you know that's my favorite artist um as far as rap um but i would love to work with him man as as far as filmmakers um i like spike lee a lot you know um i like him a lot because of his 
his his again organic feel to his cuts to his films you know what i'm saying he will compromise the transition and bring it back you'll 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 see somebody hug the person three times from from different angles those are what people in the industry will tell you it's a no-no it's a no-no but mm-hmm. spike lee's dog, that nigga been doing his own thing and he's still he's still doing his thing you know what i'm saying um antoine fuqua you know what i'm saying that's like yeah you know what i'm saying there's certain filmmakers i just appreciate their work uh james james cameron when it comes to these super high-end uh multi-million dollar uh, uh tentpole films you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying he has a creative vision that created the avatar i'm talking about like I don't even know how you can organize a crew of over 300 people and handle that kind of money to produce a project mm-hmm. and you're taking what for 10 years to work on I want to get in your mind you know what I'm saying I want to know how you work how you operate what are you doing in the morning what are you reading you know what I'm saying um, so there are a lot of folks that I would love to work with you know what I'm saying but I also firmly believe in I'm working with y'all today. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. I'm building and learning with y'all today. You know what I'm saying? Tomorrow I'm going to let the wave take me somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? And thing, things happening naturally has been sort of a, a major blessing for me in my career. So I, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I, I, I like to keep that format and just naturally feel the moment and, you know what I'm saying, really enjoy every step. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. dig yeah. it. Yeah. I dig it. Man, we were just talking earlier about um, – Music video shot in Cameroon mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and you also talking about bringing your talent back, you know, back back home. Yeah. Speak a little bit about you know where you see in just in terms of production, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Cameroon music industry, or African, you know, production in general. Man, look, if we quit all this bullshit that we got going on in Cameroon, um, and we have the opportunity to really showcase and highlight our minds and our talents and our people, dog. I don't think the world is ready, man. You know what I'm saying? We have so much talent in Cameroon. It's ridiculous, man. Thanks, thanks. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would love to invest, man. I've, I've thought about it. I've, I've, I've had real conversations. I've, I've had a business, a draft of a business plan written of things that I, I, I would love to do. But the climate is not conducive for any kind of creative <laughs> nothing right now you know what i'm saying you could barely run a a, a a a business in certain areas without you know having to feel like they, they finna come swipe everything off you you know what i'm saying so um i don't know what i don't know man like that is a question that i think um other factors need to be aligned for people like us to you know want to move forward and they say we're the ones that are supposed to create change but it's, you can't really do much from over here you know what i'm saying and even when you go over there, this is a bigger conversation. We talking about governments and, you know, like, this is a bigger arg- like fight, you know what I'm saying? So I would love to invest, man, but things got to be right. I can't I can't work hard over here, raise X amount of money, take it back, knowing that tomorrow is not promised for the business. You know what I'm right, saying? Fact, yeah. yeah. Anything we, you know, we ain't touching that you want to throw out there before we, uh... Nah, man. How can people connect with you? You know what I'm saying? Learn oh, more about the business. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, y'all can connect with me on the gram. Uh, mm-hmm. I am Miguel Asua on the gram. Also, follow the business page. That's Asua. I think it's Asua LLC on the gram. And um, my website, www.asualight.com. Um, just just follow me, man. Show love. I always show love back. You know, I'm very big on peace and love and energy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, give me great energy and help me be creative, man. I need that for the work. You know what I'm saying? Man, I dig yeah. it, man. Appreciate you coming through. Man, us, I appreciate bro. y'all, man. You know? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It's, been, it's been dope. It's been dope. Yeah, listen, if you enjoy what you listen and heard, 
and watched, listened and heard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube, SITM Podcast, on all social media platforms. Again, this episode was sponsored by Perfect Office Solutions, providing office space for entrepreneurs in the Denver area. Go get your office space. Mm-hmm. SITM Podcast, name it a promo code. You get 10% off, man. AK. Shout out to the Night Jazz, man. Y'all, y'all beat us today. Bro. Yeah, man. I told you by the time this podcast <laughs> be over, we'll lose. Dang, I jinxed it. Hey, shoot. Damn. Hey, man. 3 2. Shout out Damn. to, you know, to the Super Eagles. Cameroon, we lost. I was peeping the score while we was recording. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. We still the champs. We're going to be back in two years. Hey, okay, man. We finna hit uh, Silver Spring real quick. Shout out to Nigel Your Love Wars. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. Uh, Ghana Your Love Wars. Cameroon Your Love Wars. We finna see what y'all working with. Yes, sir. Hey, Stuck in the Middle Podcast. We had a pleasure with speaking with Miguel. I swear. Hey, man. I'm stuck in the middle, baby. I appreciate y'all for having me. Yes, you sir, know, this bro. is a great thing y'all got going on, man. Appreciate it, man. For real. Appreciate y'all. Hey, man. It's Stuck in the Middle Podcast. We out. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Stuck in the Middle Podcast. You can email us at stuckinthemiddle237 at gmail.com. Stay connected with us on social media at SITM Podcast on Twitter. Instagram, YouTube, and SoundCloud. And visit us on the web at sitmpodcast.com.